Hi, I'm Renata Bernardi, and this is the Job Hunting Podcast, where I interview experts and professionals and discuss issues that are important for job hunters and those who are working to advance their careers. So make sure that you subscribe and follow, and let's dive right in. Job hunting usually takes longer than you think. I know you don't like the sound of that. However, I did not start this podcast to sweeten the pill for you, did I? I started it to tell you like it is. And in this episode, the first episode of our 2021 series, I am going to take you behind the scenes into my Job Hunting Made Simple online course and group coaching program. In this lesson, which is lesson one of the recruitment and selection module, which is module four of the program, I explain how positions are typically designed, approved, and advertised by organizations. Being aware and understanding the whole recruitment and selection process is an essential aspect of a successful job hunting pursuit. If you want to play the game to win, you need to understand the rules of the game. Am I right? It's also important to understand the process or game from the other player's point of view. Why was this role advertised? How? What is the organization trying to achieve by having this role, this specific role? What does it mean for the organization to invest time, money, and resources to advertise this role and have this position on board? In the Job Hunting Made Simple online course and coaching program, we start each module by raising awareness of the problem at hand. In this case, the recruitment and selection process. So that you're about to hear is the first lesson in that module four. Then what we do in the next lessons is we focus on how to play the very best game to win. How do you become the best candidate going through the recruitment and selection process? So usually each module has between three to five lessons so that we can really dig deep and ensure that by the end of each module, the candidate is ready, feels confident, and can activate a great game, a pitch, and in this case, nail the recruitment and selection process in the weeks ahead so that they can get that great job that they want. Okay, now now you know what this episode is all about. I hope that you're curious to hear about it. So let me tell you, let me tell you what it really takes to find a job through a recruitment and selection process from start to finish. Here is lesson one, module four of the Job Hunting May Simple program. Hello, let's start lesson one of week four, recruitment and selection. So today we are going to go through a whole series of rules of twos and we will very simply uh, understand the selection process in a very complete and accurate way, not just from the point of view of the candidate, but really thinking holistically, comprehensively, what's going on behind the scenes on the other side of the wall when you're sort of thinking about your application so much but you know i want you to have the confidence and the sense of control that you know what's going on on the other side of the field 
In this lesson, you will learn all the steps companies go through in order to advertise a role, how hiring decisions are made, and how the selection process unfolds. Two ways rules. Let's break the entire process down to very simple actions and go through it in detail. So the two ways a job vacancy is created. There is a vacancy that can take up to three to four months to be approved, or there is a new, completely new role that can take up to a year or more to be approved. Okay, so a vacancy is when somebody resigns, somebody is um, very sick and unwell, um, somebody is uh, structured out of the, the position, you know, um, let go because they're not performing well, uh, fired, um, underperformed, or there was some um, very uh, challenging situation the person had to leave. Even then, um, depending on how bureaucratic the organization is, it can take a long time for that role to be um, advertised again. Um, if it's a new role, um, the budget approval for that can be quite time consuming if the organization is complex and big and um, uh, bureaucratic. So as you can imagine, there is a lot at stake, both when there is a vacancy of an existing role or if it is a new role. The two ways a job vacancy is filled is through a promotion internally, a position filled by an internal candidate. So as a position is made vacant or a job, uh, a new uh, role is being designed, there's a, a lot of people already sort of being considered for that role. Um, succession planning is a big part of um, um, team development, human resources and professional development internally. And there could be people that um, are keen to apply for that role or being considered for that role by their managers. Um, however, uh, many times uh, either there isn't somebody internally or there is also a need to advertise externally either because um, policies and procedures, protocols um, require the position to be advertised or because they want to make sure that the very best candidate for that role um, is the one that gets the position. So they want to um, uh, compare and contrast the internal candidate with whoever advertised from um, an external environment and see who the best candidate is. So it is advertised um, internally or externally. Sometimes organizations are so large and complex that even an internal advertisement can bring in lots of interesting candidates. And um, made to be filled by an internal or external candidate, as I said. So those are two ways a position can be filled. Two ways a job vacancy is promoted. So if it's decided that um, a job will be advertised externally, uh, it can be done so in-house. 
So the manager and or HR handles the process, they develop the job ad, they develop the position, well, the position description is possibly already developed and approved by then, but the job ad is done. They will then go to platforms like LinkedIn or Seek or Indeed or other um, platforms that we will soon address in this presentation and they will buy space on those platforms sometimes pay for specific ads and advertise or they may decide to hire a recruitment agency to support the manager and the hr team with initial recruitment stages because that can be very time consuming or if it's a senior role they may also um uh or they not also, but they may instead um, have to um, outsource this to a search uh, company. So those are what we call headhunters or search professionals, and they will find C-level heads of um, candidates to be considered for those roles. Sometimes uh, search companies won't even advertise they will just look within their pool of candidates and within their networks sometimes they will advertise those roles it really depends on on the position and um, what's at stake two ways a job vacancy is filled through formal application uh, the applicant is an unknown applicant. Nobody knows that applicant. The position was advertised on LinkedIn, Indeed, newspapers, and nobody knows that candidate until they apply. Or um, another way a job, a job vacancy is filled is through a uh, referral. The candidate is known to someone, to the manager, to somebody in HR, to colleagues inside that organization, the recruitment agency or recruitment agency contacts. In fact, there are incentives for company staff and within recruitment agencies for recruiters to identify great candidates and present them for those opportunities. So I have worked for organizations where if I presented and recommended great candidates for a specific role that was um, advertised and that person then got the role, I would uh, receive a compensation, a bonus of $1,000, $2,000. So the compensation is quite good. $5,000, I remember uh, that times. Never got one though, but uh, yeah, they, they, they were there um, if, um, if you know, if you recommend good people for, for positions. Three steps before an ad is um, made public. What happens before you even get to see the job ad? Depending on the size of the organization, the job ad can be drafted, finalized, and reach the internet in a matter of hours. So if it's a small organization or a very nimble uh, organization that works in a very flexible way, a very startup way, you know, a position is made vacant or a new position is approved, uh, 
a few hours later, it's advertised. Or in a large organization, the position description and job ad need to go through a very thorough approval process that can be very lengthy. And it takes forever for that point between the approval coming through and the job actually reaching the market. You know, that's more of my experience. Remember, I've worked in uh, public sector, not for profit. Uh, so it needs board approval. It needs to go through a whole um, internal uh, red tape um, and it could take a while, three months, four months even. In a large organization, the position description, job ad, and request to advertise a new or existing role can take months. It may need to be cross-checked to see if it is really required and or if there are internal candidates that may transition into the role and or if there are affirmative action candidates, that is minorities not well represented in the company that need to be given a first go through special channels. Now, these are very important uh, policies and procedures that need to take place. So for example, if an organization is really large and there is um, um, a strategy to reduce um, an existing structure. So let's say there is a subsidiary that is uh, going through a restructure and they are considering uh, making people redundant. Um, there could be some people sitting on the bench that could transition into other parts of that large organization. And if opportunities are made, um, then we need to consider are there people here sitting on the bench that could transition into those roles? So it's an important uh, cost-effective way to consider move, moving uh, good people around, but also a way to keep um, your um, great employees, keep the corporate knowledge internally, make sure that people uh, that you want to keep uh, you were able to keep and transition them into good roles. And then the other aspect is, of course, minorities that are not well represented and there could be opportunities uh, within specific channels that the organization works with to see if they can be identified and brought in for interviews prior to the, the position being uh, advertised more widely. So you know, uh, going through all of that, if you really want a candidate to come through quickly, um, can be very time consuming for the whole department and put a lot of things in st on standby, but it needs to be done. In a large organization, when a job is given the green light, a lot of ground has been covered. Possibly 70% of the energy and resources, you know, happen even before the position is advertised externally. In a small organization, advertising for a role is a very big deal, even if it happens quickly and, and fast and, and it's uh, less complicated uh, and bureaucratic, it's still a very big investment for small organizations to bring in somebody new. Uh, there is a lot of expectations to be met and usually the person coming in needs to make sure that they can add value to the team in more ways than one and, and be very um, open to 
you know, get their hands dirty, uh, do all kinds of different jobs, even if the position descriptions is, is specific in a small organization. Uh, sometimes it's all hands on deck and um, it's a big deal to um, include a new member of the team. It's a big budget consideration. Three types of job postings. Now let's look at how job ads reach the interweb. Job ads are posted in traditional channels, LinkedIn jobs, Seek, Indeed, and companies' websites are the traditional ways that jobs are advertised and how also candidates look for jobs traditionally and, and the majority of candidates would quickly go into LinkedIn or seek.com and now Indeed is, is uh, widely used as well. But job ads are also shared on personal and company social profiles. So LinkedIn, personal and company profiles, both the hiring organizations. So for example, let's use as an example, um, Ericsson, okay? Big international company, they will have um, a LinkedIn profile. They may even have, I, I just pulled that out of my head, but they may even have country-specific LinkedIn profile. They could have an Ericsson Australia. Uh, they could Bosch, another company, they could have Bosch and they, they could have Bosch Australia. Um, if a position is made available, it's very, very likely that those organizations would write a job, uh, a post on LinkedIn to, to advertise that job. It's also very likely that the individuals in that company that are close to that position, either uh, because they work in HR or because they work within that team that's hiring, that they would write posts so that people within their, their network um, know that they're hiring and that they, they can, um, within their circle of, of influence, they can uh, bring in good high quality candidates. Um, also, if the organization decides to outsource um, part of the recruitment and selection to a recruitment agency or an executive search uh, company, those organizations also have LinkedIn um, profiles and they will be posting on those LinkedIn profiles and those partners or consultants that work for them will also in their personal LinkedIn profile be promoting those opportunities because it's in their best interest to promote it as widely as, as possible. And they know that people that follow their company links and their personal links are people that are interested in their careers, people that are looking for jobs. So they will be posting there as well. Now, Twitter, same as LinkedIn, both personal and company accounts, depending on your sector, um, Twitter can be quite a good way of identifying good job opportunities. Facebook and LinkedIn groups. Now I have seen more and more positions being advertised on Facebook private groups. I am not yet a very big fan of LinkedIn groups. I haven't seen LinkedIn groups be as intimate, exciting, social, um, and community oriented as the Facebook 
professional groups. I am involved in quite a lot of Facebook professional groups. I have tried the LinkedIn professional groups. I have found them really bland, really, you know, not exciting and very static, whereas the Facebook groups are much more interactive and add, add more value to me as a professional. And on those groups, I have seen more and more um, people uh, placing um, job opportunities there, both small business and large businesses placing uh, their job opportunities with links to either LinkedIn or seek.com um, on the Facebook posts. Job ads are also shared on special boards. Now, I really like special boards for job opportunities. I think that employers that take that step further into identifying the best job boards for their positions that they are advertising are special employers and they are looking for the very best candidates. I also believe that if they take the time to find those special boards, that they will um, give a higher uh, importance to the um, jobs, uh, the candidates that come through those boards because they have already funneled, they kind of self-select the candidates. So if you apply through those um, job boards, um, you will be perceived as higher quality candidates. As a former recruiter, somebody who, as a manager, used boards like that, I did that. And as a colleague and uh, somebody who uh, network with other recruiters, um, that's the feeling that I had also from my counterparts in other organizations. So the boards I'm talking about in Australia, there is a website called Pro Bono. And that website is a newsletter, is a think tank for the not-for-profit sector. It's um, a really a great website to follow if you're interested in the not-for-profit sector in Australia. And they have a, a, a great job board for the sector. So that is a good one to follow. Ethical jobs, not just for the not-for-profit sector, but for every organization out there that is interested in identifying candidates that care about um, working for ethical organizations. And um, that's a good one as well to look into. Alumni job boards, um, especially if you're early in your careers, and by early I mean up to six years, six year post-graduation, I would go into the university um, alumni platforms and check those, uh, Monash and uh, Deakin and Melbourne University. I'm based in Melbourne, so I'm using those as examples. They have great job boards and um, I'm assuming many other universities also do. Professional and industry associations also tend to have great job boards. So if you are a member of a professional association, check out your website and see the um, job boards that they have, if any. And if they do um, have a look at those, they tend to be very good quality. 
So in this lesson, what we went through was what's happening behind the scenes at the organizations that you're applying for, how hiring decisions are made, which means you need to be creative and resourceful in how you get noticed for promotion and job opportunities. It's not just going to seek.com and applying uh, randomly and and in you know high numbers that you will get opportunities you will get opportunities if you remember how the opportunities come about in the first place and all the step that opportunities um, go through before they're actually advertised on seek.com so there um, you need to be somebody who is high networked internally within your organization so that you know that job vacancies are available, that you know that new positions are being designed, um, that internal candidates are being considered. And then you need to be um, ready to apply once the jobs are out there. And remember that um, you're, if you're applying on seek.com or LinkedIn or any of those job boards, you are applying at the tail end of the process and you need to be patient and interested and have a very high quality application to stand out because everybody's already excited and ready for whoever is the best candidate to start as soon as possible. So you've learned how the selection process unfolds and you can then now empathize with the team running it and understand all the different players and all of the different aspects of a great process and a very complex process happening and how you are one piece of that puzzle. Hello again, I hope you found it useful learning about the recruitment and selection process and also taking a sneak peek inside my online coaching program. From start to finish, the recruitment and selection process is quite complex and it takes much, much longer than from a job candidate point of view. In my experience, once the job hunters know the challenge and the complexity of hiring new professionals for the organization, they become more mindful and more empathetic and switched on to the employers and the recruiters needs. If you are interested in learning more about the Job Hunting Made Simple online course and coaching program, I will be running it again as a group coaching program starting later this month of February 2021. It's a seven weeks program and it's ideal for people who are really keen to job hunt, find a new job, uh, rediscover um, a new career path and really take their careers you know, further and to that next level in 2021. So if you're interested, go to my website and register your interest to attend. It's um, renatabernardi.com, R-E-N-A-T-A-B-E-R-N-A-R-D-E.com. In a few weeks, I will also invite you to attend a free webinar where I'm going to give insight into what it takes to have the best career you can have and introduce you to a new updated version of the Job Hunting Made Simple, which I'm redesigning and running later this month, as I said. So I will provide you more details about this free webinar in the next episode and also in my upcoming newsletters. If you're not yet subscribed to my newsletters, go to my website and sign up now. There's a link in the episode show notes to subscribe 
or you can Google my name, Renata Banaji, and you will find me. If you're new to this podcast, don't forget to subscribe and check our backlog of episodes because there could be an episode very exciting for you, just waiting to be heard. And if you're a regular listener and you enjoy the content, please take a couple of minutes and leave me a review on iTunes or Google. It means the world to me if you can show your appreciation for the show. Thank you so much for listening. Bye for now. And until next week, bye.